1: happy Tuesday to you, and thank you for coming back and joining me tonight on Next on the Tea. I'm your host, Chris Mascaro, and I'm very excited about tonight's show because I have the privilege of sharing three really fantastic guests with you tonight. My first guest is going to be Debbie O'Connell. And you guys know Debbie is easily one of my all time favorite guests here on the show. Her energy and positivity are two of the things that I really appreciate about her. Debbie is a Class A teaching professional and a top 50 LPGA instructor. She is, you know, first of all, you know, I got to get some playing lessons. Got my boys' trip coming up now here Thursday. So I got to get a couple of tips that might get me ahead of my boys uh, for this weekend. So we'll get a couple of playing lessons from her. Well, so today's Women's Golf Day, right? So we'll talk a little bit about that. Debbie's got some great leadership academies coming up this summer with uh, some teenage girls that she'll be helping to instruct and uh, hopefully make great leaders out of them. So we'll talk about that. She's got a wonderful book that's out there, Golf Positive, Live Positive. We'll touch on that as well. So very excited to have Debbie come back and be a part of the show with me here in just a few minutes. Following her, I'll get a return visit from PGA Tour Superstore Chief Marketing Officer Matt Corey. With Father's Day coming up next week, what a better time to have Matt back on the show than now. We'll get some insights from him about all the great things that they've got going on for Father's Day. We'll also talk about their great new commercials featuring Jason Day and his two children and how important it is to them to establish personal relationships, not only with people in the game, but also us, right? The folks that are walking through their doors every day, establishing long-term relationships is very important to them and how they're able to continue to grow and add more brick and mortar stores around the country while, you know, quite frankly, most retail outlets are closing down, right? So we'll talk about uh, all of that and a whole lot more when Matt joins me a little bit later on in this half hour. Then we'll round out tonight's show with a return visit from another great friend, Top 100 instructor Tom Patry. Tom is from Long Island, grew up right around Shinnecock Hills, actually snuck on to Shinnecock Hills when he was a kid. He'll talk about that. We'll get that story from him. Uh, He's also been asked to come back and help run the practice facility there during next week's uh, uh, U.S. Open. So we'll get uh, some perspective, you know, live perspective, if you will, from Tom about the course layout. You know, how much of a factor wind is going to play in this tournament since the course is exposed out there on Long Island? What type of player maybe the course favors? So maybe we can get an insight to who we might see on top of the leaderboard come Sunday night. And why Lee Trevino referred to the par 3, 160-yard 11th hole as the shortest par 5 in golf. So we'll get, uh, get the story behind that. So very excited to have Tom back on the show. He'll join me about 45 minutes from now. So a lot of great stories and information coming your way again tonight on this episode of Next on the T. Thank you so much for tuning in and taking the journey with me over the next hour or so. Before we get started, though, I want to remind you about our good friend Matthew Lawrence and his show Backspin Golf, which airs Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. It's my regular Sunday morning, 8.03 a.m. tea time It's broadcast on WLXG ESPN Radio AM 1300 up in Lexington, Kentucky. You can stream it live by going online to WLXG.com or by downloading the WLXG app. You know how much I think of Matthew. It's a great way to start your Sunday mornings. His equally fantastic four-minute older brother, Mitchell, also has a great golf show that marries golf and travel. It's called Talking Golf Getaways, which you can find online at golfnewsnet.com or over on Audioboom. He and his co-host Darren Bunch travel all over the world, and they let you know about great places to play, stay, and even eat while you're there. Again, it's called Talking Golf Getaways, and you can stream it online at golfnewsnet.com or over on Audio Boom. And, folks, as you know, we are sponsored by the French Lick Resort. Let's hear a, a word from our good friend Steve Rondinero about the great things they've got going on up there.
2: Play legendary golf at French Lick Resort, the only place in the country
0: where you can play courses by two Hall of Fame designers on the same property. Our Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses offer two very different challenges. Experience them both and save with our Hall of Fame package. Our two historic hotels are unique as well. Cap it off with a fun visit to the French Lick Casino. Check us out online at FrenchLick.com. Bring a group and save even more. Play legendary golf this season at French
2: Lick Resort.
1: Yeah, be sure to go online to FrenchLick.com to see for yourself what a wonderful place it is and to book your stay as well. And, folks, you've heard me talking about the Clubhub sensors over the last several months here on the show. It is the best portable shot tracking and swing analysis golf device out there on the market. No other shot tracker tells you what happened like the way the Clubhub app does. It tells you what happened and why. Take the progress that you make over on the practice tee directly to your rounds with the only device of its kind that can go on the course with you. I have Clubhub sensors on all of my clubs. They screw right into the tops of your grips, and I can tell you. Since I put the Club ClubHub sensors on my clubs, I've learned more about my swing and all of the data surrounding it than I've learned over the 40 years I've been playing the game. Because not only do you get GPS distances to the hazards and the green, but after your round, you can look back at the images and the layout of every hole in the course that you just played and see exactly where and how far you hit every shot. No other GPS tool on the market captures that and lets you go back and review your round the way the ClubHub app does. It's available on Androids or iPhones, and the app keeps track of the, your swing speed of every club in your bag, your tempo, your angle of attack, plus you get a 3D view of your swing as well. And again, no other rangefinder can do all of that for you. Go over to ClubHubGolf.com and order your set of ClubHub sensors today, and enter the coupon code NEXT to get 10% off on all products at checkout. Again, ClubHubGolf.com. Enter the coupon code NEXT and you're going to get the the best GPS and swing analysis tool on the market for a great low price, and you're going to see your game in a whole new way. Please also check out our friends at the Bobby Jones Apparel Company by going online to bobbyjones.com. Their summer collection is out and available, and the Shift in Seasons is an opportunity to change things up layer upon layer. They've added some great details, some fresh colors, new additions with genuine style and enduring character. They make style easy, find carefully coordinated outfits and a variety of cl- colors and options by going online to bobbyjones.com. All right, now back and making her ninth appearance with me on the French Lick Resort guest line is by far not only one of my favorite guests, but also one of my favorite individuals, and that's Debbie O'Connell. Let me remind you about Debbie's background. She is an LPGA Class A teaching and club professional. Back in 2002, she was named the LPGA National Professional of the Year and the LPGA Southeast Section Professional of the Year. 2004, her high school alma mater, Ridgeway High up in New Jersey, inducted her into their Athletic Hall of Fame. 2007, she won the inaugural Nancy Lopez Golf Achievement Award, which is given annually to the person who emulates the qualities valued by Nancy, which are leadership, passion, giving, and approachability. 2008 and 2009, she was named a top 50 instructor by the LPGA. 2010 and again in 2012, she was recognized by Golf Digest as as one of their top 50 female teachers in America. 2016, she was named the Northeast Section Teacher of the Year. She's also a media pro, been been featured in Ladies Link for Golf Magazine at LPGA.com. She hosted her own show, the Debbie O'Connell Radio Show, for a decade and par for the course TV show. She is the founder of Golf Positive, which offers multimedia golf tips, articles that enhance both your game and your life. And she's written a wonderful book called Golf Positive, Live Positive, Lessons in Golf and Life. And like I say every time she joins me, she always makes me smile so much. My cheeks hurt after we're done. But uh, it's my honor to have her back again with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Debbie, thanks for coming back on the show.
3: Oh, thank you so much, Chris. It's an honor and a privilege. I can't believe nine times I feel like I haven't talked to you or been on the show in so long, I just must miss you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: appreciate you.
3: Nine times, wow.
2: I know. How about that?
3: I love this. I love it.
2: So,
1: Debbie, I'm always excited to have you as part of the show, but particularly today because it's Women's Golf Day. Talk about, you know, literally what's going on around the world in support of women interested in the game of golf. Talk about what a huge event this is every year for women's golf.
3: Chris, it's absolutely incredible. There's over 50 countries involved now, about 900 events all going on on this same day that is honoring, empowering, and engaging women and girls into the game of golf. What an absolutely incredible just a day to celebrate that women are playing the game more and more women and girls are getting into the game actually young girls junior girls are the largest growing part of the growth of this game it's just incredible to see you know I saw one tweet that said every day is women's golf day which is true as well but to have a day that focuses on the fact that all these companies are supporting women's golf days. These golf courses, over 900 events where the entire industry put their hats on, their thinking caps on and said, how are we going to celebrate and honor women? How are we going to get more women into the game, make it fun, get them to stay in the game and then celebrate the ladies who've been playing for a long time and then encourage them to bring their their daughters and get their grandchildren out to play this awesome game. It's a game of a lifetime and we can celebrate that. It's it's an amazing day for the industry.
1: And sort of dovetailing off of that, Debbie, you've got your leadership academies for junior girls and getting them more involved in golf and leadership activities. Talk about the things that you're going to be doing this summer for the junior girls.
3: Chris, the LPGA, USGA Leadership Academy is the most important, the absolutely most important thing I've ever done as an LPGA professional. This this started a few years ago with one event sponsored by AXA, and and we grew to two events, and then we had four events, and this year we have five events, and it's all over the country. Our first one's in Minneapolis, and then we go to Atlanta the week after, so next week's Minneapolis, the following week is Atlanta, and then in July, we're going to San Francisco. I I mean, it's Uh, This is across the country. In August, we're in Westchester. And I think the other event is in North Carolina also in July. What we do is we invite teenage girls to come for two days of leadership skills. And as an example of what we do, we, we teach a skill indoors, and then we take them outside and put them in a golf event of some sort to practice that skill. As an example, we work on communication as a leader to be a good communicator. And then we go out on the course, or not the course, the practice area, and we're on the putting green, and we have the girls partner up. One girl's blindfolded. The other girl has to talk them through putting a hole. And what's neat is the person with the blindfold on cannot speak. So we have to learn communication skills. Because if I say a little to the right, you may not think that's the same amount that I do, right? You might go a lot where I think it's a lot, but you thought it was a little. So it, we learn how to communicate with people. So that's just one example, but we teach him things about confidence, empowerment, success strategies, hat, goal setting. We take them through an entire goal setting session, and then we talk about, which I think is so valuable today, especially for teenagers, is limiting beliefs, because, there's a lot of challenges today for teenagers. You know, you've got that social media pressure. There's pressure to have your resumes for college and your college applications to be the best they can be to reach the goals that you want or get into the schools. And not only is it getting good grades anymore, it's you better be volunteering at school and involved in clubs and being involved in your community to be selected to get to the college you want to go to. So there's a lot of pressure. We sit and we talk about that with them, and we we change what old beliefs they might have to empowering beliefs. We give them skills to handle that, and then we have them dreaming big and knowing that they're in charge of how they feel, they're in charge of their goal setting, their decisions, their life, and they can move forward, and we teach them anything is possible. What I've seen with the change with these girls has been incredible. In two days, they're transformed. They're different people when they walk out the door. As an example, there was this one gal who was really quiet and shy when she first came in and registered. And within the two days, we just saw this transformation in front of our eyes. And she left this confident, empowered young lady. And a friend of mine was a professional where this gal was a part of her junior program. And she shared with me that she had a junior event, and they were looking for Uh, one of the teenagers to volunteer to lead the younger kids in a group and this gal had never volunteered for anything she was always in the background not a leader at all she raised her hand right away and she stepped up confidently and said I'll do that my my friend who was a pro said she was so shocked and she looked at her assistant pros and they're like staring at each other going what happened to her (laughs) and from then on she was a different person. She was confident. She was a great leader. She empowered not only herself but everyone around her, and we have so many stories like that. Um, I, I can't even tell you enough stories about the, the difference this is making in kids' lives.
1: And, and, Debbie, just to build off a couple of things that you said there, first of all, a moment ago you mentioned making golf a game of a lifetime. How do you how do you keep your students whether they're in the leadership classes maybe they're the students that you're teaching just the game of golf? Through, how do you keep those folks engaged and want to make golf and want to make leadership opportunities and take a leadership stance within the game? How do you keep them engaged in the game of golf and make it a, a game for uh, a game of a lifetime for them?
3: Well, you make it fun. I think that's the the most important thing that all of the instructors can do. for for their students, except for the ones who are trying to make a career out of it. You know, you hope they have a good time and they have a passion for the game, but that's a bit more serious. But in, in research and in studies and in surveys that I've seen, the majority of people who play golf are really out to enjoy it and have a great time and be social and have fun with family and friends. There's... There's that smaller percent that's really competitive. They're out there to just get an intense game and be competitive. But that's fun for them, too. It's knowing what is fun for your students. But most people don't want to feel that intense competitiveness. They want to go out and enjoy it, keep score, have their handicap, play in some tournaments, but then get to the 19th hole and enjoy that. Even for me, (laughs) I've played competitive golf. And my favorite for them is to go out with mom and dad and, you know, uh, my nephew or somebody because then we're just, it's casual. My, it's usually my dad and I play a scramble and my mom and my nephew will play scramble. And we just have a great time and we laugh and we just enjoy each other's company and we look around at the beautiful surroundings. So the key, I believe, is making it fun and reminding them that they're out there to enjoy not only being out in nature being with the people and then when you hit a great shot celebrate like crazy for those great shots you hit and then as quickly as you can laugh about and move on from the other shots and forget those and enjoy all the great ones but that engagement with other people in the game is so key
1: debbie i want to switch gears for a moment and and talk about the uh the lpga and A few years ago, the LPGA looked to be in real trouble, but Michael Wan has come on and done an outstanding job as commissioner. The game has got some great ambassadors like you, your good friend Nancy Lopez, Annika Sorenstam, just to name a few, who are working tirelessly to promote the ladies' game. Talk about what you're seeing from inside the LPGA Tour and the wonderful growth it is now starting to have.
3: Well, it does start with amazing leadership. And, and Mike Juan is incredible at what he does. And he is so great to work for. When I talk with my friends who are uh, staff members and they work at headquarters with Mike, they talk about his leadership style and his leadership skills. And in particular, Nancy Henderson, who he, she has a whole other division. He really focuses on the tour, but he doesn't forget there's three legs. To the LPGA, which is which is great for us in the teaching club professional membership because in the past sometimes we've seen like the forgotten leg of the LPGA and we're the ones who are really out there reaching people. Mike Juan has admiration and respect for the LPGA teachers and and he knows that it's an integral part. Uh, and Nancy Henderson's ahead of that and she's also ahead of the foundation, the LPGA Foundation which is growing the game of golf for girls golf so fast it's it's really fun to see and i'm i have i'm a co-site director of a girls golf program in the greater York area and to see these little kids getting involved in the game is amazing but so mike has really led nancy and entrusts her with that part now they're growing the game with their partnership with ewga and the women's network What they thought was what's missing in the LPGA are the women amateurs. We've got the girls taken care of. We've got the tour players taken care of. We've got our teaching pros. We need women amateurs. So they have formed a partnership with the EWGA, and now it's called LPGA Women Who Play, which there's over 1,200 members in that area. Nancy Henderson's also ahead of that. So she is quite a busy person. And talk about leadership skills. That Nancy Henderson has there I just admire her so much for all she has done and then you look at the tour the tour is just growing leaps and bounds the amount of sponsors the amount of money the engagement that we have with the tour and and it, the fans are just incredible and look at that the USGA uh, US Women's Open that we just had. Uh, it was such an exciting finish, uh, fun to watch, very competitive, great, great golf to watch. I mean, the the players are amazing. And then of course, the support from all the past people that you mentioned, Annika and Nancy, and then Julie Engster, And now coming up, Chris is the first ever senior women's open, which is exciting too, for all those players that we haven't had the opportunity to watch. So there's so much going on just in the, in women's golf in general, Mike Lawn, an incredible leader for the LPGA overall in every single aspect.
1: And, Debbie, last year you were there at West Des Moines, Iowa, for the Solheim Cup, and you've got an event coming up next year for the Solheim Cup again. But talk about the buzz and the emotion, you know, of watching Julie Inkster's team take on Annika Sorenstam's team, you know, in the European squad. What it was like to sort of be in the thick of all of that.
3: Yeah. It, you know what, I – for, for me, the Solheim Cup is combination of the Olympics and, like, a football game. It's crazy. It's wild. You're screaming, yelling, cheering. You have such passion for your country when you're cheering for the U.S. versus Europe, as the European fans have for their individual countries, but their entire team and the entire Europe uh, continent, they... You know the passion you have, and your cheering. It's it's great sportsmanship as well, because these girls obviously play against each other on the on the LPGA tour, and some um have played the European tour against each other. But you know it's it is really intense when you're looking at two of the best women to ever play the game as captains, and then you have. The assistant captains who are also quite popular. I know for for Nancy, we talk about Solheim Cup a lot, and she she bleeds red, white, and blue, and she she loves the LPGA, she loves our country. I, I'll never forget, and I think I've shared it on this show, one a few years back, a few Solheim Cups ago. I think it was in Colorado. I was up there leading the cheers in the stands, and we uh, we were we were. I guess the national anthem was playing Or God Bless America And I was standing next to Nancy And we're both waving our flags And she looked at me and she said You know this is my favorite thing to do And I said what's that Nancy She said to wave the American flag I mean she just has such pride In this country So I mean it, but So does everyone who's there And on the team Everyone's dressed in the, the right colors For the team they're rooting for You know you see red, white, and blue everywhere You see the blue and yellow for Europe uh, it's it's such an intense competition. You you're cheering your heart out. You know those players are playing their heart out, and you also know those players feel more pressure in that event than any other event they ever play in. Even if it's coming down the stretch of a U.S. Open, they they have shared when they're playing for their country, it means more to them than anything else. That they ever experience in this game of golf and, and they, they go after it. So it's, it's a fun event. I'm doing a trip in Scotland next year. Um, I, I would love for if any of your listeners haven't planned their trip yet, haven't been to Scotland, we're staying at a five star hotel resort, the Fairmont Hotel, very near the town of St. Andrews. So we'll do some sightseeing there. And then the event is in Edinburgh. So, uh, it, it's a, it's a all-inclusive, like this trip. You just have to get there and everything else is taken care of. Two rounds of golf. I have my own little golf positive cup. It's a two-day, very fun tournament. It's match play. You get a feel for what the, the players are going through. So check out golfpositive.com if you're interested at all and just having an amazing time, an amazing week. Celtic Golf is my partner. They're the tour operator who puts all the details behind everything. They take care of absolutely everything for us. Uh, You'll be spoiled, you'll be treated. The, The red carpet will roll out for you, and we'll have a great time, and then we'll go cheer on the U.S. team for the Solheim Cup in 2019.
1: And, Debbie, to that end, right, you mentioned the Golf Positive Cup. You've got a a team event coming up later this year, right, late October, where you're hosting a Golf Positive Cup here in the U.S. at the Orange Lake Resort in Kissimmee, Florida, right?
3: I am. And the reason this came about is because I cannot say no to my mother. She (laughs) she was at the Solheim (laughs) Cup with me last year, and she met so many amazing people. She was so excited. She said, Debbie, this was just, so much fun there were people that she knew when i lived in florida and she'd come down and visit they were on the trip and she said it was great to see everybody i don't want to wait to see them again because she she has this little bit of fear she won't fly across the pond and and she's like i can't be in an airplane that long i'm not going to skip 2019 but i'll go to the solheim cup again and in 2021, but I don't want to wait that long to see everybody. Will you do another Golf Positive Cup this year? (laughs) And she asked me that earlier, I think at the end of last year, when she realized, oh, my gosh, it's going to be like too many years till I see everybody. And I can't say no to her. So I said, all right, Mom, let's do it. So, so yes, I have an event in, in Kissimmee, Florida in October. It will be just the Golf Positive Cup. It's two days of golf. We'll do an opening dinner where we always have a blast at our opening dinner and we'll have music going we'll do some dancing it's a fun time and I'll I'll I split the teams up and we do our fun match play event and uh and then we'll be together for the whole two days with a nice closing luncheon and uh great gifts great prizes just a fun fun weekend away and it's the end of October the last weekend of October so yeah I couldn't say no <laughs>
1: <laughs> good for her good for you <laughs> Debbie, just a couple more before we let you go. First of all, you've got a book that's out and available on Amazon.com. It's called Golf Positive, Live Positive, Lessons in Golf and Life. Talk about the, you know, what people will learn about live positive when they read your book.
3: I have been a student. Of how to live a more positive life, achieve goals, wake up happy and energized, and go after the life you want. And I have I've been teaching that, and I have uh, I'm, I'm we're rolling out very soon a brand new program called Twelve Weeks to Triumph. And uh, I have I've put this program together to to just. Coach people through the process of goal achievement, because what we have found, and a mistake I have made, Chris, in my life, gotten all excited about a new goal. I'm like, this is amazing, and I get all, all like, fired up. I'm going to do this, and I bet a lot of people listening have done this. Join the gym, gotten new sneakers, you get started, everything's going great, and then life happens, right? There's distractions, oh, I don't feel like it today, and you have those old habits that you go back to, and it it, it was just hard to switch into the new habits. Well, I don't do that anymore because I always get coaching. And coaching is key, and I want to share that and give that back. So my 12 weeks to triumph is 84 days of coaching for me, 12 weekly like coaching sessions that are about 30 minutes long, and then every day a three-minute video to keep you on track, Keep your focus towards your goal. So it's not even out yet. I'm just rolling it out. Um, I'm so excited about sharing that. So keep an eye out for uh, livepositive.biz is my website. You can also just stay in touch with me uh, on, on social media. Watch it there. And I also on Facebook do uh, In Motion Monday Video and a fun Friday video. Always having tips and strategies about how to live your best life. Wake up happy. Life's too short, Chris, and we want to make sure people are out there keeping it in perspective, achieving what they want, and just appreciating every single day. And I love to share that because I truly wake up that way. I I wake up with excitement and ready to tackle the day, and I'm striving to just grow and learn and achieve goals every single day. Um, and I want to have a help other people do that. One thing your, your, your group can do if they want is uh, I have this five-day challenge, too, that's free. You know, as I'm talking to you, I'm just going to look up the number real quick, and they just have to text the phone number. Uh, if you have a minute, do you have a minute for me to check this out? Yeah,
1: go ahead. Absolutely.
3: I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Did you have? Do you have a second, or are we winding yeah, down? Yeah, no, go
1: ahead. We got a second.
3: Alright, great, because this, uh, this five day challenge is, uh, is really a, a fun thing, and it's totally, it's just free, it's a little video for me every day, about five, five minutes long, and, uh, th- your crew will love it. So here's the number, three four seven eight nine seven five. So anyway, so did you get that number?
1: No, give us the last four digits.
3: Oh, okay. 5358. I think my, my cheek, I was so excited my cheek hit the hold button. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) So it's a fun challenge. It's less than five minutes. It'll give you something to, something positive to focus on each day and, uh, you'll love it. It's just a fun thing to do that, uh, I, I actually had someone respond back to me and share their testimonial on. They said, oh my gosh, it put me in such a great mindset. I had been on this you know i had a goal of losing weight and i ended up i was struggling a little bit and then i i got focused again i just had this amazing mind shift and i lost 15 pounds because of it because that helped me shift and got me focused and i was able to achieve my goal so if That's you're looking fantastic. to strive or just change it, shift some habits a little bit take the five-day challenge
1: debbie before we let you go remind our listeners one more time how can they follow you online and on social media as well
3: well, check out social media. Just look up Debbie O'Connell. Um, I also have a Live Positive page in Facebook. I have uh, two Twitter accounts. I have the Golf Positive page, which I focus a little more on golf, but still a lot of positive information there. And then I recently started Live Positive, Inc. is also my Twitter. So I have those two Twitter accounts. Uh, feel free to email me, Debbie at LivePositive.biz. If you have any questions or uh, you're wondering about that, 12 Weeks to Triumph. I do corporate golf outings. Uh, my book is on Amazon. I actually, in my book, I have also a free gift there. It's a free webinar uh, that, uh, that's really transformed some lives as well. So uh, if you haven't gotten my book, check that out on Amazon. But, uh, Chris, I love being with you. I love following you. I love your show. You are an incredible, incredible host. And your, your engagement in the game of golf and, and then also football is just, just awesome.
1: No, I appreciate you very much, Debbie. Thank you for your for your time tonight and coming back on the show as often as you have. You're absolutely one of my favorites. I can't thank you enough for your time. Take care and all the oh, best to you and your family. This is one of my
3: favorite things to do. Well, thank you. I just love it, Chris. And uh, have a great rest of the show.
1: I appreciate you, Debbie. Take care. We'll catch up soon.
3: Okay. Bye-bye.
1: That is Debbie O'Connell. And just uh, to give everyone the the string for that five-day challenge, the phone number is 347-897-5358. All right, before I get to my next guest, Matt Corey, I want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors. First, folks, you've heard me talking about ClubHub sensors over the last few months. It's the best portable shot tracking and swing analysis golf device out there on the market. Other shot trackers are going to tell you what happened. ClubHub tells you what happened and why. Take the progress that you make on the practice range directly to your rounds with the only device of its kind that can go on the course with you. I have club hub sensors on all of my clubs. They screw right into the tops of your grips, and I can tell you, since I put the club hub sensors on my clubs, I've learned more about my swing and all the data surrounding it than I've learned over the 40 years I've been playing the game. Because not only do you get GPS distances to the hazards and the green, but after your round, you can look back at the image and the layout of every hole in the course that you just played and see exactly where and how far you hit every shot. Other GPS tool on the market captures that, lets you go back and review you around the way the Clubhub app does. It's available, available for Androids or iPhones, and the app keeps track of your swing speed of every club in your bag, your tempo, your angle of attack, plus you get a 3D view of your swing as well. Again, no other rangefinder can do all of that for you. Go over to clubhubgolf.com to order your set of Clubhub sensors today and enter the coupon code NEXT to get 10% off on all products at checkout. Again, clubhubgolf.com. Enter the coupon code NEXT, and you're going to get the best GPS and swing analysis tool on the market for a great low price, and you're going to see your game in a whole new way. And, folks, i got to tell you, I'm so excited about the new weapon I have now in my golf bag. For the last month, I've been playing the new M4 driver from TaylorMade Golf, and if you haven't tried their new twist face technology, you're missing out. I don't know about you, but I don't hit it in the center of the face every swing I make, right? After studying hundreds of thousands of swings from pros and amateurs like us, TaylorMade designed their new drivers to help protect our miss hits and give us straighter distance. So whether you miss on the low heel or the high toe, Twist Face helps bring the ball back to center, keeping the distance that we want and finding the fairway more often. I'm hitting more fairways than I ever have. The new drivers also are the choice of some pretty good golfers you might recognize, right? Twist Face is played by Tiger Woods. Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, Jason Day, John Rahm, and Justin Rose, to name just a few, and dominating the top ten out on tour. So, again, if you haven't tried Twist Face, go hit it and get fit. It's in the new M3 and M4 drivers and only from TaylorMade. And, folks, this segment of the show is sponsored by our friends at the PGA Tour Superstore.
0: This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at PGATourSuperstore.com. Now back to Chris and more of the show.
1: And now back with me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Matt Corey. Matt is the chief marketing officer, oh, by the way, at the PGA Tour Superstore, which, as you all know, is my favorite retail store of any kind. It's a golf and store wonderland in there, and a dad wonderland for all of you still wondering what to get dad for this Father's Day. Ponder no longer. Get to your PGA Tour Superstore, because what dad wants is located in the store. And I'm thrilled to have Matt back with me tonight here on Next on the T. Hey, Matt, thanks for coming back on the show.
4: I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: So Matt, I want to start out by getting an update from you on how things are going so far for you guys this year. I know you're coming off a record 2017 with 15% comparable store sales growth last year. How's 2018 starting out for you guys?
4: Yeah, I mean let's let's even start with a more more littler, liter, literal approach for today. I mean it's Women's Golf Day, right? Nationwide. And last year we had, uh, uh, just a fantastic level of participation. We think it's going to more than double this year. And then there's a lot of events literally going on right now all over the country in our stores. Um, really excited about it. And, uh, you know, we, we are, are really proud to participate in that event. And, um, you know, and, and we're excited to see what happens over the next day or two. And all the pictures flow in of all the participants nationwide. It's a great, it's a great event. And, Give a lot of credit to uh, Alyssa, the, the founder of that event. She was in our store in South Florida today, and uh, you know it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for us to participate in that, and it's just one of the, the many things that we do to try to go beyond just selling products and prices, products at prices and services and things like that. It's, it's participation. It's helping people understand the game, love the game, and get them inspired.
1: Yeah, take that a step further, Matt. Talk about the the different events that you guys hosted and had available in your stores.
4: Oh, absolutely. It, it's fun for us. So, you know, our roots are uh, with the Home Depot, right? Our owner Arthur Blank and our CEO Dick Sullivan, when they were at Home Depot, they launched all of the the, the kids' workshops where you could bring your kids in and build a birdhouse or a picture frame, and we've sort of taken that same approach. Uh, and, and every single month throughout the entire country, we host kids' clinics where kids of all ages can come in and whether it's learning the basics of the game or coloring their own golf ball, um, and learning how to putt to kids that are a little more advanced and want to, want to, want to work on their short game or get in a simulator and, you know, get off the tee straighter and longer. And so we, we do this throughout the year. We also, of course, are a big sponsor and partner with the first tee. Uh, and not only host events with them, but uh, but give back financially to them every single year across the country and all, all of the chapters uh, in our local markets. And, you know, and things like custom fitting and other events and things that we do in our stores uh, to, again, make sure that people understand that we're not just there to sell a product. We're there to help them. There's so many fun stories, Chris that we have of people walking in the store just dead set on buying a thousand dollar set of irons. And we will tell them, Nope, we're not selling you any clubs today because we need to fix your swing first. Like we need to help you. Let's get, let's give you a lesson. We'll even give you a lesson for free and we'll, we'll help you fix your swing because we we don't want to custom fit you to the wrong swing. Let's get you adjusted a little bit and then get you custom fit. And, and that's, that's how, we've been very successful. Um, It's not just big, beautiful stores with a ton of stuff. The people in our store and the relationships we build with customers is just second to none.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing that I, I love about the PGA Tour Superstore, my local store here at Kennesaw. Great people in there. Was it just in there last weekend? Getting my my golf clubs regripped for my uh, buddy's tour here coming up this weekend. But the, it is it sort of is the the relationship, and I think that's something that um, is is unique to what you guys are doing because as as you relayed there in the story, Matt, it's not just about product and sales. And let me just see how I can get you into this set of irons or this wood and get you out the door and on your way. And now we've we've made that kind of money. Talk about you know the idea that you guys have it's It's really about building long-term relationships because you want people like me and and our listeners to continue to come back through that door multiple times, not just be a one-hit wonder.
3: Yeah, and,
4: and we're, we're by no means perfect there, but, um, you know, and we, we've got a long way to go as it relates to, um, you know, really learning everything about our customers and giving them back their data and their lesson videos and a seamless experience on our website, a personalized experience for them. And we're going to work on all those things over the next year or two. And, you know, when you save your lesson videos or, or your data from your practice sessions, when you come in as a loyalty member and work in our practice phase, Presenting that data back to you and giving you smarter tips and more content is something that we're really going to be focused on over the next few years. Um, But hopefully, hopefully it starts with a foundation of people in your local store that want to help you play better, period, end of story. And hopefully they start to treat you Chris, when you walk in the store, like Norm from Cheers, you know. And if they're if they're calling your name out, if they if they really, uh, you know, begin to learn about your game and say, okay, now last week or two weeks ago when you were in here, we were looking at your swing and we were going through this lesson. Now what what have you, how how are you progressing? Let's talk about what's next. And it's building those relationships, not just from a lesson perspective, but just you know just getting to know you a little bit more. If you if you talk to our general managers around the country. They would, they could probably name anywhere from 50 to 100 customers that they know by name, every store across the whole country and maybe more, um, where they know what a player is looking for. And when the player walks in, if the, that player is, you know, loves TaylorMade or loves Callaway or Ping or Titleist, they're, 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 they're partial to a particular brand. They can make sure that they steer that customer to, hey, there's some new stuff that just came out from Ping or from Callaway, and uh, I want to show you this. You know, you should take a look at it. You should go demo this new driver or this new club. Um, So it's it's that's where it starts. And I and and as the as the world gets more and more digital, understanding you from a data perspective and how we present that data back to you through our website, through our through more personalized email communication. That's the next level. If we can get to that level and really learn about you, imagine what we can do when our store associates know you're working on your short game, but then suddenly digitally, we're sending you all these great videos. Maybe there's a video from Callaway and Phil Mickelson on how to hit a flop shot or how to chip better around the greens, or all kinds of good content that can really, really inspire you to play better. That's that's generally not available on marketplaces, you know, like Amazon or, or Walmart.com, et cetera. And, and the, the relationships our people build, no computer can do that, right? But we can provide a better shopping experience and content experience for you going forward. And, and we're really excited about the future, you know, uh, that's going to build on the great relationships we hopefully have from a person-to-person perspective in our stores.
1: And, Matt, you've you've sort of touched on a little bit so far about some of the things that you guys offer, some of the services that you have in your stores that you don't necessarily charge for. You you mentioned a free lesson a moment ago. But talk about some of the the free things that people can come in and have done, whether it's to their clubs or for their game.
4: Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it stems from just the expertise, knowing that, you know, you, whether you're a golfer or not, can come in right now and talk to somebody who's going to find you the absolute perfect gift. It's almost like a personal shopper. So, you know, the, the non-golfer, especially in these two weeks, that comes in saying, i got to get for dad, but I don't know what to get him, uh, it, we can help lead that person to a great gift idea. They, they can feel confident coming into our store that they don't need to worry about being intimidated by not knowing golf. We will help them, Period. So for all the golfers out there listening, you know, make sure that you that subtle hint to your spouse and your kids, et cetera, uh, is is hey guys, just go down to PGA Tour Superstore, they're going to help you. Oh by the way, here's a few brands I like, you know, or whatever it might be. And and our people will absolutely, you know, dial dial them into the right gift idea. And that's that's part and parcel to what we do. Um, we also will have. You know, pros that will sit there and fit you, you know, certified fitters, we do custom fitting uh, for free in every store nationwide. We have a, a higher-end fitting experience that can gives you a few more options from a shaft perspective, et cetera, that, that is also a really cool experience that we have in about half of our stores nationwide and expanding. But in every store, we will custom fit you to the right product for free. Not a lot of people can say that. And that's a pretty cool service. So between that and the kids clinics and other things that we do, uh women's golf day today. I mean, when, when we're hosting every single woman coming in today is going to get a voucher for a free lesson. So that's pretty cool. And so we, we, that's our, that is, that's our core purpose. That's just part of our DNA. And, you know, our stated core purpose is to inspire people to play their best and grow the game. And we believe our responsibility in growing the game is doing the things that make people, that help people, have more fun on the golf course. Period. And if we can do that, then we help grow the game. So, um, yeah. So those are just a few other things, Chris.
1: And Matt, as you talked about, you know, Father's Day right around the corner. What are some of the hot items this year that people should be running out to the PGA Tour Superstore and and getting for dad or for those, like you mentioned, who who aren't sure what to get for dad? What are some of the cool things this year?
4: Well, the first thing I'd say is it's super easy for anybody to go online to PGAtoursuperstore.com, and we've got a gift guide right there front and center with hand-picked items in every category. If they're thinking, oh, I know my dad needs a new pair of shoes. We've got great gift ideas, including the, the Nike Roshi shoe. I mean, Nike has basically taken their their famous shoe from a running perspective and training perspective, and they've made a golf shoe out of it. And we're killing it with that shoe, uh, doing very, very well. If if they're looking for some high-tech gadgets, there's rangefinders and, and uh, GPS watches. You know the new Bushnell. Tour V4 that that allows you to to switch back and forth from being able to see slope to not seeing slope uh, if you want to play in a tournament is very cool new technology um, and so that's a great gift idea golf balls are always good his dad is going to lose them whether he's a two handicap or a beginner so golf balls are easy uh, and and then I'd, I'd say you know on the on the golf club front. What's really cool about us is we've got a performance guarantee. We've got a playability guarantee. And so, you know, if you're not happy with your club purchase, you can bring it back. And that playability guarantee gives a lot of people confidence to buy a product knowing that if dad doesn't like it, he can bring it back. We're going to take care of him. So, between those sort of gift ideas and, and, you know, the variety of different clubs that you can buy, the, the Rogue drivers, the M3 and M4, the twist face technology is absolutely fantastic, the Ping G400 or, or Titleist wedges. Um, I'd also say, guess what? Every dad needs to improve their swing. So, there's nothing wrong with buying a single lesson or a lesson package. Uh, you know, and, and that's also a great gift idea. So, there's a, a variety of, of, uh, Great things out there, but I encourage people just to go online and, and spend some more time doing some research.
1: Matt, just a couple more before we let you go. And you said, you know, golf balls always a good idea, and I agree. Always, always the, a great gift idea because you're right, <laughs> we're all going to lose them. But you guys offer a golf ball fitting experience, which is also free. Talk about how you help us determine which golf ball is the best one for our game
4: yeah that's there's uh there's the technology that we use in our simulators is powered by foresight and uh it's pretty cool you you don't need any markings on the ball you can literally get in a simulator and test a variety of different golf balls that the technology will detect um everything that you need to dial in which ball is best for your swing. So the spin rate on the ball, the distance, and and all of the other key metrics to, to measure the effectiveness, the ball flight. Are you getting the, the right loft on your ball? Are you getting the right carry with that particular ball um, and rollout? And so all of the key metrics that the, the pros look for when they're deciding between one ball and another uh, is also available to consumers each and every day. So, you know, they can come in and, and do ball fittings. So um, it's it's certainly something that, you know, if, if you've got 30 minutes, it's well worth your time because then you never have to wonder about which ball is best for you. Um, you know, so that's that's another another great service. You know, I, one other thing I'd say, Chris, is he mentioned earlier, and I, I didn't respond quickly enough to it. I'm so excited about moving on and talking about all these cool things that, that are going on um business is great by the way Yeah, we 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 did have a great year last year and um we continue to have uh, a a really terrific year so we're we're up a strong double digit uh comp business so far this year on top of 15% last year. So we're we're really seeing strong growth. And what it's allowing us to do as a business is expand faster. So we, we pour our money and our profit back into opening new stores. So instead of just opening three or four stores a year, we're on a pace to open five, six, seven stores a year. We have 33 stores nationwide today. We'll have 50 in the next three years. And we're not going to stop there. So, you know, we we are looking for great real estate all over the country that fits our size and model. And and hopefully the the listeners that are in um, markets where we don't have a story yet won't have to wait too long.
1: One more, Matt. And and you talked about a moment ago the higher-end experience that you guys offer. And, you know, to me it's sort of reminiscent of getting to feel like a pro. for a a few hours, and that is coming into your fitting van experience. Looks like a wonderful thing, getting fit sort of from the ground up, if you will. Give us a sense for what the fitting van experience is like.
4: So it's it's um, it's in about half of our stores today and growing. We continue to expand that. It's a private appointment-based, you know, session where – it's It's a little more involved it's it it gives people more choices and a little bit more data and technology to dial in the exact perfect club for them uh and and so the, the in, for the individual that that wants that private environment um these environments that we set up in our store for the fitting van experience are behind a the wall there's uh there's more shaft options there's more combinations than uh than our our regular fitting which uh we do every day anyway it's an it's it's uh it's a just a little bit of a more high end private white glove type of experience and it it's been really really successful i mean to the point where we continue to roll this out and and when you i you have more shaft options, you may end up spending a little bit more on a on a higher end shaft, for example, but for a lot of people, they're willing to spend a couple more dollars if that's what they choose to do because they're seeing a little bit better distance or a little bit better control on their shots uh, in, in that example. So in that private setting with access to a little bit more technology and a little bit more choices, a little bit more combinations for, uh, for their fitting.
1: Matt, remind our listeners, how can they follow PGA tour superstore, whether it's online or the different places out on social media as well?
4: Oh yeah, for, for, for sure. I mean, we're, We're, uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. Very easy to find us just by searching PGA Tour Superstore. Uh, so through all the social channels, I encourage people just to come, come sign up and, and get emails via our website, you know, because you're going to get access to a lot of the cool new stuff that comes out and, and some special content as well. But Chris, before we leave, I got a question for you. Have we, have you seen our Jason Day TV spot for Father's Day?
1: I have, and I tell you what—that—that that is one cool experience. I mean, it, it really gets, it gets you. I and I've got three kids, so it gets you on an emotional level for sure.
4: Well, if people come, if they haven't seen it, they can go to YouTube and find it on our YouTube page. They can also see it on our website, and it's trained on Golf Channel, and uh, it's going to run during the St. Jude Nationwide on CBS, and so so we're we're excited about this campaign. and I'll tell you the the one reason why is. A lot of what retailers do, when we set when we set our stores, we, it's all about products and gift ideas. When we set a website, we've got our gift section of the website, right, with hand-picked gifts. When you use TV, how do you cut through the clutter, right? How do you touch somebody emotionally? How do you connect emotionally with golfers? And that's what we've tried to do with this campaign, showing Jason and Dash and Lucy. And so I hope people like it. I hope people go to com, click on the, the, the Dad's Center, and you'll you'll be able to see the commercial there. And, and like I said, just stay tuned to Golf Channel. You'll see it there as well. But uh, it's designed to not sell T-shirts and, and shoes and, and hats at price points. It's designed to say, you know what? Hopefully, when you think about dad and golf, you think about PGA Tour Superstore. And Jason was great. We we filmed him up in Ohio a few weeks ago, and uh, he and his whole family were absolutely terrific. So we're pretty proud of this campaign.
1: Well, Matt, you know what's pretty cool and pretty great is getting to spend some time with you. I always have such a great time listening to you share your stories and your insights and about the great things that are going on within uh, within your outlets. It's all fantastic stuff. And, again, kudos to the guys uh, over at the City location. Did a great job replacing my grips here this past weekend, thanks to my good friends over at Golf Pride. But wonderful experience every time I walk through those doors. And I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come back and be a part of the show again tonight.
4: Thank you for having us on. We appreciate it, and uh, thanks for being a great friend of PGA Tour Superstore.
1: I appreciate you, Matt. We'll catch up soon. In between now and then, all the best to you and your family.
4: Thank you. Likewise. Take care.
1: See you, Matt. That is Matt Corey. Again, he is the Chief Marketing Officer at the PGA Tour Superstore. Folks, I'm telling you, it's it's a dad wonderland. As soon as you walk through that store, when those doors open, boom. It's fantastic inside there, and you're going to find something great for Father's Day. they're great people in there, and uh, I enjoy going in there all the time just to check out what's new and get in the simulators and see what uh, you know what's what's the buzz about this driver or this iron or these new wedges from Titleist and, and the Twist Face from you know at the M4 and the M3 from TaylorMade, which is again outstanding. If you haven't hit it. You need to go check it out because it's keeping my drive straighter than they've ever been. So, uh, kudos to those folks and kudos to Matt and the PGA Tour Superstore. Just love being in their outlets. Before I get to my next guest, Tom Patchery, I want to remind you about a couple of our other sponsors. First, give a shout out to our friends over at Par Bar. Energy and focus on the course are essential, whether you're playing out on tour in your club championship or just your weekend four ball with your buddies. Parbar is the golfer's nutritional bar that can help you with both, energy and focus. Eat some be- before you get to the first tee and the rest of every three holes until it's finished, and you're going to play with more energy and focus to win. Parbar was developed by a lifelong golfer and a food scientist to help all golfers play their best. Go online to parbargolf.com and order yours today. We also really appreciate our friends over at the Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company. All Ben Hogan irons wedges are handcrafted one at a time in their Fort Worth, Texas factory. No mass production, no shortcuts. You can now order custom-made irons, wedges, and hybrids at BenHoganGolf.com. They build clubs to your specifications, and best of all, charge you a fraction of what the typical retail price is. Check out their complete line of forged irons, wedges, utility irons, hybrids, bags, and accessories at BenHoganGolf.com. And we're also proud to be partnering with Russ Holden and the wonderful folks at Caddy for a Cure. One of the most unique opportunities in the world of professional golf is available to you through Caddy Caddy for a Cure. You get to spend a day inside the ropes with one of the world's best players as their caddy. It's a fantastic way to have the time of your life while supporting our wounded service members and Fanconi Anemia. You're going to get to walk side by side with your tour player experiencing professional golf as an insider. In addition to the amazing experience you're about to have, you're going to get a fantastic gift wear package from Caddy for a Cure, which includes Under Armour logo apparel and an eyewear package, a tour grade caddy bib suitable for autographs and framing, a 10-cup ball marking gift, and chef's cut real jerky, plus professional photographs from your day. They've got spots open right now that you can go out and bid for to Caddy for Jason Bond, Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, and Justin Thomas. Go online to caddyfurricure.com to learn more. All right, now back with me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Top 100 Instructor Tom Patry. Tom has become such a wonderful friend of the show and someone I always look forward to getting to spend some time with. He grew up out there on Middle Island, on Long Island, New York. He snuck into Shinnecock Hills as a kid, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. 1973 tom won the long island boys championship and the long island private schools championship in all he won 15 times as a junior golfer played his college golf at at florida southern where he was a two-time first-team all-american he led florida southern to the division two national championship back in 1981 and he won the individual honors 1992 he was inducted into the sunshine state conference hall of fame he turned pro He played professionally from 81 to 88 in the U.S., Mexico, Canada, Europe, and over in South Africa as well. He later became the director of golf instruction at Westchester Country Club, site of the Westchester Classic and several other PGA and LPGA tour events. He was named the teacher of the year everywhere he's been so far. Golf Magazine has named him a a top 100 instructor every year since 2000. He's also an excellent writer. His work can be found in numerous publications like Golf Magazine, Golf Digest, Golf Illustrated, to name just a few. Plus, he's written a wonderful book, the, Six, the Six-Spoke Approach to Golf, which is a five-star rated book out on Amazon.com. Next week, he's going to be back at Shinnecock Hills for the U.S. Open, helping to run the practice facility, and I'm extremely honored he is with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, T.P., thanks for coming back on the show.
2: Chris, how heck are you doing, pal? Nice to hear your voice.
1: I appreciate you, Tom. Great to have you back. So, uh, Tom, tell me, growing up on Long Island as a kid, sneaking out on the Shinnecock Hills, what's Mm -hmm. it like being back there now and doing the work you're going to be doing for the U.S. Open and helping them out at the practice range?
2: You know, Chris, I am so excited about this Open. Uh, The way this all happened is that one of my really dear friends from college I played college golf against, as a matter of fact, Jack Drug is the head professional at Shinnecock now, and about a year ago, uh, when Jack was trying to organize things as far as the practice facility was concerned, you know, knowing that, you know, I ran the facility at the Buick Classic at Westchester for 11 years. He said, T.P., I need some help. And uh, would you come out for the week and spend some time with us? And I, I jumped at it. Chris. You know, Shinnecock was a place as a kid growing up on the east end of Long Island that, you know, was kind of like, you know, the Sistine Chapel. I mean, it was a place that you revered. You're a public horse kid and you dreamed of uh, playing Shinnecock someday. So, you know, I couldn't resist. So as a kid, I would uh, – you know, when I got my driver's license, I would I would uh, drive the car up to the top of Tuckahoe Road. And, uh, you know, the east end of Long Island, the Hamptons were very different back then, Chris. After the holiday weekend passed, the place was a ghost town, not like today where it really stays busy out there almost year-round now. Back then after the holiday weekend, it was really quiet, and I'd park the car at the top of Tuckahoe Road. And what people don't know is you can actually play. You can play several of the back holes at Shinnecock, go through a little tiny path, play a couple holes in National Golf Links, and if you go the other way, you could play a couple holes at Southampton Golf Club, so I would kind of do this loop out there and uh, play a couple holes at Southampton, a couple holes at Shinnecock, and a couple holes at National, really in uh, in complete you know obscurity because there was nobody around and uh, it was it they were them childhood memories that uh, you know uh, I carry with me forever. It was just a special time and to go back and walk in the front door now is a lot easier, but uh, it's a place that uh, is very dear to me.
1: So, Tom, talk about the practice facility there. What's it like, you know, kind of let us live a little bit through your eyes. When you see the practice facility and the work you're going to be doing there, what do you see?
2: Well, you know, basically, you know, what Jack's going to ask several PGA professionals to do is kind of supervise the operations from day-to-day. Now, listen, the Open is our national championship, so things have to be perfect for these guys. Not close, not okay. They have to be perfect. So, pretty big undertaking. I mean, you know, back in the old days, they, they put all one brand of golf ball, which I won't mention because I'm not plugging anybody here, on the golf range at all, all tour events. Now these guys are so specialized and so demanding, you know, there's, there's going to be Callaway golf balls, Titleist golf balls, Bridgestone golf balls, and you have to get your crew and when these, these professionals have hit them, go out and get them, clean them, and then separate them and get them back ready to be hit again. So there's a big turnover of golf balls uh, there's a lot of demand. Those guys hit a lot of golf balls, obviously, getting ready for the event and during the event. So there's a lot of turnaround that has to be done very, very quickly, very perfectly. You know, filling, filling divots, making sure the place is in great shape, uh, you know, water on the tee, you know, running errands for those guys, you know, making things, sure get, things get done, getting messages to them if need be, you know, you know, during the practice round, you know, the press is kind of around. It, it, it's just a lot of things, a lot of moving parts. Um and, you know, you want to treat them the way they should be treated at a national championship. So you have to be on your toes. I mean, the day will start at about 4.30 a.m. and it will probably end about 9.30 or 10 o'clock p.m. most days. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a long week. It's, you know, I'm there Sunday to Sunday. Um, I'm really, really blessed. My wife Denise is going to come up for the week with us and, and be around. Um, so it's it's going to be a very special week. And, uh, and Jack's a very dear friend. And the last thing I want to do is let him down during his first his first open as a professional as a host professional. So um, although I'm excited, you know, there's you're gonna be you better get out of the car, with your boxing gloves on, because you're gonna be going right away.
1: Tom, I want to get your thoughts thinking about the tournament. As a as a guy who's played there many times, t- tell me about the golf course. You know, w- what are going to be some of the factors that uh, that we're going to want to be watching for? And since it's out there on Long Island, how much of a factor is the wind going to come into play?
2: You know, Chris, I'll tell you a funny story. The first time I played Shinnecock as a professional walking in the front door instead of sneaking on holes as a kid, um, which is a long time ago, during my Westchester days, a member at Westchester who was also a member on the East End took me out there to play. And it was so exciting to play there for the first time, you know, walking in the front door, hitting some balls, warming up and playing. And the very first time I played there, I shot 68. I birdied 15, 16, 17, and 18 and shot 68. Well, I can promise you that I've never come close to that since then. But the golf course is um, is a different golf course this year. It's kind of different than we've seen in the last couple opens there. The fairways are going to be a little bit wider than they played last time. Not much, but a little bit wider. But there's been several new tee boxes built. Um, for example, the second hole is a pretty demanding uphill par 3 to a kind of a crown green. And it plays quite a bit uphill. And it's the kind of hole, Chris, that if, if I was hitting a 3-4 or 5-iron into, I'd be very concerned about getting the ball to stay and stop on the green under U.S. open conditions. Well, they built a new tee box that I, I I can't imagine them using, but if they wanted to, they could. That extends all the way back to 285 yards.
0: So oh, I want my. You to Think
2: about that. System. So a 285-yard par three uphill to a crown green in East End of Long Island, windy conditions. And if people have never been to Long Island or to the East End, the area that Shinnecock is built on, from from one shoreline being the you know, the Potomac Bay to the to the, to the south, which is the, which is the Atlantic Ocean. Is not a very wide swath of land, um, so it, it blows out there pretty good. So, and, and Shinnecock is a very much a link style golf course. There's very few trees on the property, so picture hitting a 285-yard a shot. So that's a that's a nice short par four for me now at, at 59 years old, uphill to a crown green. But I don't I don't picture him putting it back there. But what if you're Zach Johnson, you know? And certainly go back a few years. What if you were Corey Pavin? So the game's changed a lot, um, and there have been several other tees built that really extend the golf course. So they can play this place pretty darn long if they want to. I'm sure they'll be very cognizant of wind conditions depending on which way the wind blows out of the south, north, or north. Um, certain holes will be very, very different in, than the last Shinnecock Open we saw there.
1: Tom, speaking of par 3s out on that golf course, Lee Trevino once called the par 3, 160-yard 11th hole the shortest par 5 in golf. Talk about why.
2: You know, 11, 11 is a hole that I've had a couple of very successful rounds on and a couple of actual tragedies on. It's, um, it's not a very long hole. I mean, it, it, can, it can be a wedge in certain wind conditions. It could be a 6 or 7 iron. Um, it's straight uphill. Um, you don't really see the the base of the green from the tee. It's protected in the bu- in the front by a pretty massive bunker. It's not a, I mean it's the smallest little tiny green you've ever seen in your life, Chris. And if you miss it on either right or left sides, it's really a very severe runoff. And then the pitch shot back from those sides to keep it on the surface is sometimes seems impossible. So it's one of those short iron shots that you know a tour player would expect they'd knock it on that green every time. But it doesn't take much to miss that green. You, you can hit a relatively – you can hit a not-so-bad shot and miss that surface on an edge or spin it, and it's really running a long ways off the surface. And the up and downs are – I can see somebody during the open very easily playing ping-pong there a couple of times and making six or seven without doing a whole hell of a lot wrong. Um, it's a nasty little golf ball. And, and if the wind's blowing, if there's a crosswind blowing there of any kind, it is a real pain in the neck. I'm um, being kind. <laughs>
1: so, uh, Tom, what what kind of player does Shinnecock Hills favor? Is it you know a left to right player? Is it a right to left player? You know, is it is a premium on putting? Is a premium on chipping? Who, who What type of player should we expect to see have success out there?
2: Well, that that's a great question, Chris, and I and I, I, I I'm not trying to avoid the answer, but. You know, I don't know what the USGA is planning on doing as far as course setup in terms of length. I'm sure in today's day and age, it's certainly going to play 73 or 74 hundred yards long, par 70. So, you know, length is definitely a factor. Uh, The the fairways will be a little wider than than the last Open, although not extremely wide. We've had a lot of rain on along. I've only been up here for about 10 days now. Started teaching about 10 days ago up here. and I've had two afternoons of rain outs already. I'm sure they're praying that the rain stops between now and next week. We get some wind and we drive the place out, so it plays a little firmer and fast. And, and of course, those drains very well. So if you get just a, just a stretch of dry weather here, which we're supposed to have now, and the wind blows a little, they'll be they'll be they'll they'll firm up okay. Um, you've got to drive the golf ball and play. You know, you've got to have the ball not only in the fairway, but on the right side of the fairway for the for the, for the pin location. It's a very strategic golf course. Um, you just can't bomb it around, although way into the fact you can't just bomb it around there because you have to position the golf ball so you know, to, to, to attack certain pin positions from the right angle. It's a really, really strategic golf course. Um, the putting surfaces are, are very, very, I would call them sneaky undulated. They're not, they're not wildly undulated, but there is, at, at the speeds they're going to play at, there's a lot of movement. Um, it's very, and you got to be a very good reader of the green because they're very subtle movements in some places. Um, it's, a, it's a really good test of golf. And if the wind blows or, or it gets really sideways out there, man, you got your hands full. I, a very good ball striker for sure, an excellent ball striker with medium to long length um, and somebody that's extremely patient in their demeanor.
1: So, Tom, what are one or two things that you think we should be watching for that could be – pivotal throughout the tournament, right? Take note of this, or, you know, be sure to watch for that, because this is where the tournament could be won or lost.
2: Well, I, I think certainly, you know, um, 9, 10, 11, you know, 9 is a very good finish to the front 9. 10 is a really good hole over a hill to, you know, down into a valley to a very uphill kind of blind second shot. 11, which you just talked about, the little par 3, is a real pain in the neck. That little stretch is pretty good. And then, you know, I and by the way, there's no weak stretch, don't get me wrong. But, you know, 15, 16, 17, and 18 are, are a really good finish. Um, 16 is a par 5 that plays back to the clubhouse that, you know, guys were getting very close to in 2, uh, if not in the front bunker in the last open. And they built a new tee box there almost 75 or 80 yards further back. I think, I think, Chris, if I'm not wrong, it can play as long as 660 now. And if it plays 660 into a, su- into, into a southerly wind, uh, it can be a little bit longer than the Long Island Expressway. So um, <laughs> that'll be that could be a, a, a really interesting par five hole. Um, you know, and, and I say that as a 59 year old, but these guys hit the ball so long, you know, it's it's incredible. And 17 is a wonderful par three hole with a with a really good putting surface, and then 18. Again the tee has been backed up there, I think, fifty yards. You know, that's where Paven hit that forward, beautiful forward in there to the Sealers victory. Um it's it's a it's a it's a monster of a finishing hole. So there's a couple of really good stretches there. There's no real let up on the golf course. There's no stretch on that golf course where I say, you know, this is the easy stretch. I don't there isn't an easy stretch. It's 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 game on from the first tee. So um if you want to watch something, you better watch all eighteen holes because this gonna happen you can have a tragedy just about anywhere out there. There's no, there's no let-up on the golf course.
1: Tom, just a couple more before we let you go. First, to wrap up the idea of the U.S. Open in Shinnecock, anything else that you've seen so far that has stuck out to you or that you're looking forward to seeing when you spend more time out there that uh, that will strike, uh, whether it's us as viewers or the players when they're out there on the golf course?
2: You know, Chris, I. you know I, most of my friends, you know that and you know that in the in the 90s, I did some coaching on the PGA Tour, some coaching on the LPGA Tour, um, and and I don't do much of that anymore. I you know I I that was an earlier part of my life, and I've chosen to stay home and be with my family more in my recent times. So I don't get out to many tournaments anymore. I I took a day this this winter, and I spent a day at Bay Hill. Joey Lacava, who's Tiger's caddy, is a good friend of ours. Denise is of mine, and we spent a little time with Joey up at Bay Hill. And I hadn't been on at a, at a PGA tour event probably in about two years at that point. And it, it's, although I understand it and I hear it and I see it on TV, and I, uh, I occasionally have a guy come to visit me in Naples for a little bit of work, you know, I, it's just incredible how far these guys hit it. So I have not seen Kepka live. I have not, not seen Dustin Johnson live. And I'm going to be on the range this week, you know, you know writing back at these guys for seven days and, uh, I've still got some friends that are tour officials that are that are helping the USGA. I've got some friends at the USGA. Um, I've got a couple of friends that are caddy on the PGA Tour, and I, I've got some friends that play the tour still that are younger guys that I know. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this collection of talent close for the first time, and, and really watch the ball striking and and the work ethic and and things that go into it. And then of course there'll be every. Every great teacher in the world would be there and uh, guys that I know that I don't get to see much anymore. So I'm looking forward to catching up with some guys um, and, and, you know, and, and sharing some things with them. So it's going to be a really exciting week. So I'm really pumped about it. But the thing I'm really looking forward to the most, Chris, is that I haven't done it yet, but I'm really looking forward to some East End lobster. That's, that's, the whole, <laughs> it's the whole, that's the whole the whole key for the week is to eat as many lobsters as I possibly can in those eight days. That's the That's my main goal.
0: <laughs>
1: that's a heck of a goal. I'm jealous of you for being able yeah, to do it. But good for you. I hope I hope yeah. it's all very tasty, and you yeah, get I some think, really I nice could, big if, ones. Good for if, you.
2: If you just, if you scrape all this stuff away, I could tell less about the golf. It's about the lobster. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. I I, I got to get one tip from you, Tom, because uh, I'm I'm heading out here Thursday for my uh, my annual boys' weekend uh, to go play some golf up at uh, the Salt Creek oh. Golf Retreat in beautiful Nashville, Indiana. I can't wait to get there. So I need I need a tip from you that's going to separate me from the pack. And the and the biggest thing that uh, I could use your help on is, is is the difference between or the decision strategically to pitch the ball. Versus bump and run it. When, when if if I'm 50 yards off the green and I got a back pin placement, am I, should I should I pitch it there to the back and try to stop it, or am I bu- should I be bumping and running that shot?
2: Well, Chris, it all comes down to conditions in front of you. If you've got really closely mown conditions, it's firm and fast, and you can get the ball on the ground and tumbling pretty safely without any nooks or crannies or really crazy stuff going on or any you know any bad spots. It's always safe to keep the ball on the ground. Even with your pristine touch and great hands, um, so I, I would prefer, I would always prefer to keep the ball on the ground if I could. If my feel is good, I've got distance control, and I, and I and I've got some good touch. You know, pitching the golf ball every time you make a longer stroke with more loft at a higher rate of speed, you have more risk. So if you can take some of that risk out of out of there, that, that's a big deal. But let me give you one other tip. Things that it keeps coming up and resonating in my lessons. I'm going to ask you a question. and I'm going to give you the tip. Have you ever seen an athlete, Chris, in any sport, Gretzky in hockey, Derek Jeter playing shortstop, Michael Jordan playing basketball, or anybody in the PGA Tour, a great gymnast or anybody, have you ever seen a great athlete with bad footwork?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely not. No, never.
2: So I can't understand why the average player doesn't understand that the way they use their feet is going to affect how they use their legs. How they use their legs is going to affect how they rotate their hips, and it's going to affect how how they're able to balance themselves as they pivot or release their body through the shot. Everybody out there in in podcast land, work on your footwork. Get your footwork perfected, and then everything above it will fall into place. Footwork, footwork, footwork. And as the great Jordan Newton said in his book, he used the word balance probably 100 times in, in 120 pages. You've got to be balanced and you've got to have great footwork.
1: Tom, for all of us like me who need more help with our games, let our listeners know where you're going to be teaching this summer.
2: Yeah, Chris, I've got a great summer. I'm I'm, I'm at uh, beautiful Colonial Springs on Long Island in Farmingdale. not far from Bethpage Black. uh, One week a month, those dates are posted on my website at www.tompatry.com. I am in Maryland uh, about four days a month, and that's, that's posted on my website as well. I'm doing seven golf schools at uh, Saratoga National in Saratoga, New York. Uh, four dates are still available out of the seven. And then I've got a new program, Chris, called the Dr. Makes House Calls, where anybody can contact me and have me come to them at their site with the permission of their host professional to work with them. What a great birthday gift, a surprise for somebody. Um to have me come to them. the doctor makes house calls. So it's all available at com. And one more thing, Chris, I wanted to run by you when you read my resume. I don't think you know this. I was named an associate editor at Golf Tips Magazine recently. So I'm doing a, a story in each one of their issues, every, every, every publication, and I'm also one of their contributing editors now.
1: Ah, congratulations. Good for you. Good for them.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Yeah, Chris, if I'm not mistaken, we have a broadcast for you and I on Tuesday night from the Open, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, so we'll talk from the Open on Tuesday night, but let me say thank you to you. I listened to your earlier cast night with the, with the gentleman from PGA Superstore, and I, I listened to a lot of your, your broadcasts when I'm not on. You're the best in the whole world. I appreciate being on the show, and, and uh, you know, kudos to you for all you do for us out there in golf. We appreciate you as well.
1: I appreciate you saying that. That means a great deal to me, Tom. Take care, my friend. Good luck out there, and I look forward to catching up with you again uh, you know, the, on the Tuesday of the, of the open week. It's going to be fantastic to hear what's going on.
2: Chris, thanks. Remember, the word for the week is lobster.
1: <laughs> Indeed. I'm sure you'll be posting some pictures of you eating a lobster. I look forward to uh, looking through your eyes at the lobster that's going to be in front of you. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Good for you.
2: Talk to you, talk to you soon, pal. Thanks for having me. See you, T.P.
1: That's Tom Patry. And, again, his website is TomPatry.com, and Patry is P-A-T-R-I. So TomPatry.com. You can follow him on social media, at TomPatry on Twitter as well. He's got some great video lessons out there for you to take a look at and a, a lot of great content. And there's just nobody better than Tom Patry. I, I, I'm so, a, I'm jealous of the lobster. B, I'm jealous of the time he's going to be at Shinnecock Hills. And I'll tell you what, as he, as he mentioned a moment ago, the doctor, you know, just what the doctor ordered, that's what I, you know, that would be on my birthday list, my Father's Day list, my Christmas list, any other list I can put together. Is to have Tom Patrick come to you and teach you and be a part of, you know, helping your swing get better and, and coming to a course near you. I'll tell you, there's no better present than having Tom Patrick uh, visit you. So check that out as well. Again, it's on his website, tompatrick.com. All right, folks, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the T. I want to send out my sincerest thanks to Debbie O'Connell, Matt Corey, and, of course, the great Tom Patry. For joining me tonight, and uh, you know, please check out our website nextonthetea.net. You're going to be able to download and stream, you know, a lot of our you know most recent episodes and some of our archive episodes. Plus, also visit our page over on Podbean, and we can't thank our great partners and friends over at Podbean enough for featuring us right there. When you if you go on Podbean.com and you type in the search in the search bar, you type in golf, boom, you're going to see. Next on the T with Chris Mascaro right there, and uh, they've been so great to us as as uh, partners, so uh, check us out. You can go to com and there you're going to find over 250 episodes of this show that you'll be able to stream or download, and you can go on the Podbean app on your smartphone and check us out there as well, so you can take us with you everywhere you go. Please also check out our sister show on the football side, Thursday Night Tailgate, with me and my co-host Bob Lazeri, our announcer, Joe Lajanusa That show airs live every Thursday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. You can stream it live on Blog Talk Radio or over on Podbean or over on iHeartRadio Radio as well. On Thursday Night Tailgate, we're joined every week by five NFL legends who come on and share their stories from their playing days plus their insights into what's going on around the NFL now. We also highlight two players doing great things in their communities in our spotlight on the positive segment. You can find us online there as well, not only on Podbean, but Thursday uh, ThursdayNightTailgate.com. Com. And, again, this show, nextonthetea.net. Folks, thanks so much, again, for choosing to listen to this show tonight. We really appreciate the fact that you are making Next on the T one of your podcasts or the shows that you're streaming online. We can't thank you enough for doing that. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.
2: You've been listening to Next on the T with Chris Mascaro. Where PGA and LPGA pros and top instructors and media members Go to tell their stories Join us the same time every Tuesday To hear more stories about the game we love From people who love sharing those stories with you It's all about the great game of golf It's all about the great game of golf
5: At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacey Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to pull the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying Your next vehicle from a family owned and operated dealership. Visit Jim Ellis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family owned and operated, and where you can always expect expect the best.
1: Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking,
2: nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This
1: could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive
2: from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.